0: I bought some Blu-rays. I bought HMV. <laughs> have got an offer on at the moment on their Blu-rays. So they've got like five five Blu rays for thirty pounds.
1: Five for thirty. Yeah. Man, that's not too bad. Six bucks yeah, a piece.
0: Yeah, it works out about that. Yeah. Well the normal price would be nine pounds. So you are actually saving fifteen quid on that, which is kind of mm-hmm. nice. But um I picked up uh let me see, what did I get? To save me having to reach over to the Blu-ray collection. Um,
1: why, don't you, uh, why don't you save that for when we uh, get into it on, the, uh, on what we're doing, Shane? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, let's yeah, go, can do that. <laughs> we could do that now, or we can start the podcast.
0: Yeah, oh, <clears throat> my bad. Oh, fucking hell.
1: <laughs> it is interesting. I mean, I wouldn't mind just going right into that. Maybe we should just start it then.
2: Mm. Yeah, let's do it.
1: Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. All right, (laughs) here we are, episode 33 uh, of the All You Need Is Blood podcast. And um, we're the official podcast of upcominghorrormovies.com. I'm your host, Ryan Tudelo. Joining me again, as always, my co hosts, Mike Whittemore and Shane Smith, and Shane Smith's uh, cigarette lighter. Shane, how's your lighter doing?
0: He's fucked. He's fucking fucked. He's just fucking shit.
1: Maybe instead of a PC, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you a uh, <laughs> a new lighter. That's what I'm going to do.
0: Oh, I wouldn't worry about that, man. I've got about 25 lighters lurking around. they have got flints and gas missing out of each and every one of them.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: I've got flints and gas. I'm just too fucking lazy to put them
1: all together. You ever use one of those butane lighters?
0: Uh, I have once, but it exploded in my hand. <laughs> 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 shit.
1: Yeah, those are pretty cool, but you got to keep refilling them. That's the pain in the ass part.
0: Yeah, that is true. But what I was doing with said lighter, um, I would probably get me would be incredibly incriminating and get me arrested. So. Oh my god. All
1: right, just admit it, Shane. You were trying to light a fart on fire. (laughs) Uh, No, it wasn't a crack pipe. Put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Is that more British slang for lighting a fart a crack pipe? (laughs)
0: <laughs> no i'm talking like an actual crack pipe no it wasn't oh, one of those <laughs> no I, I actually do know somebody who's tried to set fire to his fart and his underwear got welded to his ass cheeks <laughs> <laughs> poor fucker Listen, spent, poor, the poor fucker spent four hours up the um, emergency room trying to get his underwear peeled away from his arse cheeks
1: there's always a risk when it comes to science you know sometimes oh, you yeah. take that risk that's right awesome so yeah we're uh we're the all you need is blood podcast we'll talk about horror and whatever else. music farts oh, farts always come up i see that seems to be a running theme in the show um, yeah and ryan
0: read... <laughs> but be- ryan belching as well ryan always belches he always comes up One with some these... diamonds
1: one of these days, I'm gonna I'm gonna put out the uh, a compilation of uh, farts and burps that I've taken from the episodes
2: that you've collected. <laughs> I put,
1: I've put them together in a playlist. I listen to them every time I edit the podcast, and it cracks me up.
0: <laughs> then I think you should put that on. You should put that on as an added extra at the end of this no, podcast.
1: No, 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 no. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till it, it's got to be like a decent length. Because right now, it's pretty good, but it's only like a minute long. Like I want it to be like ten minutes. There's
2: long. a minute worth. I <laughs> <laughs> like. I'm shocked at
1: that. Really, I'm shocked that there's only a minute's worth. <laughs> well, some of them were just hilarious clips that I've kept too. So, oh, okay. it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, if you guys want to reach us, you can hit us up at allyouneedisbloodpod at gmail.com. You can find us on our Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. And uh, you can also find us on the um, UHM Fans uh, Horror Group on Facebook, too. We're on there a lot. And if you guys want to get in touch with us and tell us why we suck shit, or you could explain to one of us, or all of us, on why our opinions of the uh, the new It film is wrong, you can get back to us on that, too. Um, so yeah, that's what we're going to be going over today. Uh, we're going to talk about the brand new it film that just came out this weekend. And, um, but before we get to that, let's uh, start off like we always do. We'll find out what's going on with everybody. <coughs> is there, uh, is there anything, uh, interesting you've been getting into music, movies, books, or anything like that? Shane, uh, what's going on with you?
0: Um, I've been spending a lot of money, to, um, this weekend. Excellent. Uh, I got, um, I got a win from a small court case, so, um, I kind of went a bit fucking mental in HMV on Thursday, and bought, uh, took advantage of their five DV five Blu-rays for thirty pound offer. So I, it was very liberating walking into HMV and actually picking up a basket, and taking the basket and just taking things off the shelves and going mine, mine, mine. <laughs> so um, yes, yeah, so I bought. Um, I bought some Blu-rays, actually, which was kind of cool. Um, Let me just run up a list, because I'm that lazy, um, or should I say prepared would be the uh, the appropriate word, but basically I um, took a photo (laughs) of uh, the Blu-rays I bought. Um, I bought Maggie, Donnie Darko, They Live 7, Beetlejuice, The Lost Boys, Autopsy of Jane Doe, Swiss Army Man, Don't Breathe, and The Girl with All the Gifts.
2: Hmm, solid pickups. Thank you very much. Um, Basically,
0: it was because I'm slowly replacing a lot of my my DVDs. So um, I'm actually I give my DVDs away to friends if they don't have certain films. But if they have them, I just have a small pile of DVDs that I could potentially give away in a giveaway, you know, of on on the "All You Need Is Blood" podcast at some point. Whoa,
1: whoa, yeah. Or you so, could just give them to me because that that would work too.
0: Yeah, but that's just that means I'm having to send them to the states. You have enough. That's true.
1: <laughs> you don't need never. It anymore. You're done. You're never you're done. how, sir? How dare you? How dare you? How There's very- never enough.
0: How dare we? We've seen your movie room, dude.
1: I know. I know. <laughs> I put up that. I put up that. I tried the three D photo, not the three D. What the hell is it called? The three sixty photo thing on Facebook, which was a real pain in the ass. By the way, it sucks shit. There's a. There's a better. Um, I don't even know what you call it. It's a spherical photo on my uh, on my phone, but All I yeah. don't know if that would upload to Facebook in the same way that you can like scroll through it, or if it would just be this big long fucking weird looking it's all distorted okay.
2: once i've seen people doing that yeah oh, do exactly
1: you... like it do it you... looks awesome when i take it on my phone using you know my uh, my phone's normal camera app but like i don't think it would look good on facebook i think it would just look like shit
0: oh do you mean the panoramic views
1: yeah no 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 this oh. is this is a uh, it's a, a sphere like you can lift your phone up and it take it tracks an entire sphere's worth of uh, uh of images if you want and when you go oh, back right. and look at it on the phone, you can pan around and like you know look through the whole. It's a good way to look at like an a, a, an area that's all around you. But I don't think Facebook has that capability yet. Their their three sixty degree thing doesn't do a sphere; just does a circle. So you can just oh, look right. around in a circle. So you can't see the floor or the ceiling or anything.
0: Yeah, I preferred the second picture with um, Boosh, uh, Bosch. Sorry. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> the cat's sitting yeah. in. it. That's where he usually is. Yeah. That's his spot. He likes sitting on top of the couch. Actually, yeah. he's in here right now. He's stalking the room, looking for me because he heard I was up here. Oh, uh, right, no A okay. B. we don't need a situation. Hey, he wants to take so part. Cool. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So, listen, you mentioned uh, you mentioned on that one that Daniel uh, Radcliffe movie.
0: Yes, Swiss Army Man.
1: Yeah, I've been wanting to see that. How is <clears throat> it? It's
0: weird. It's very funny, but it's very weird. Um, basically, I'll give you a quick run through of it. It's uh, Basically, it's a dude um, who is stranded on what he thinks is a desert island. And um, it's kind of got a beach and everything. It's Paul Dano. Um, he's been in a few things. I can't remember what he's been in off the top of my head. But um, basically, he's this dude looking rough as fuck, um, like full on beard. His beard, he's, it's got a serious case of beard envy, you know, because his beard looks better than mine. You know and i've got a fucking sexy beard you know so you know slight case of envy there but basically he's on this island and the body washes up and the body happens to be daniel radcliffe and uh it's (laughs) it's actually really funny because he strikes up a friendship with this corpse and the corpse starts talking to him and it's daniel radcliffe with an american voice again which is actually quite funny it's it sounds very strange but it's fucking hilarious.
1: Yeah, why um, would he do an American accent if he's just a dead body?
0: I don't know. I d- honestly don't know. <laughs> but then he pulled off a fairly good American accent in Horns. So, you know... Yeah, it, it is, yeah I,
1: lo- I loved him in Horns. It, yeah, that that awesome. movie...
0: Yeah, that movie is one of my favourites, definitely. But um, I, yeah, I, I watched this last night and within the first 20 minutes, going back to the whole segment where you said you have a collection of farts and belches. It's basically in the first 20 minutes, Paul Dano finds Daniel Radcliffe's corpse and he kind of pokes him and he farts. And you can hear this rumbling in his gut. And then basically he just keeps farting and it's like throughout the first 20 minutes of the film, it's just like continuation of farts and gas and it's absolutely hilarious. And then it gets a bit surreal um, when he's talking to him because it's kind of like... Um, somebody said on Twitter last night 101 uses for a dead stick for uh, for my stiffy as in a corpse (laughs) so 101 uses for a corpse he uses Daniel Radcliffe's arm to cut down trees, he uses him as a speedboat Um, (laughs) he he, uh, uses him as a bear trap Um, it's just completely insane, it's highly entertaining to watch it is very i find it very very funny and then it gets a bit a bit more serious towards the end but it's one of those films i sat there it was a blind buy for me because i would never seen it and i had wanted to see it for a while And when i saw it on offer i thought i'm buying that i am gonna get it because i want to see what it's like what this is like and watching it last night and it did actually make me fucking laugh a lot so that was really cool
1: I've been wanting to see that for a while, and I just I have I haven't picked it up, and I haven't gotten around to it. But I've been I've been hearing good things. It sounds like the kind of movie I would like.
0: Yeah, it's very weird. It is very surreal in places. Um, there's a couple of a couple of scenes in it that reminded me of um, an episode of the TV series The Mighty Boosh. So <laughs> I was I was just like watching it, and I was like, "What the
2: actual fuck is going on right now?" <laughs> so, that sums uh, up that show pretty well. So
1: yeah, but it's what the fuck just is going on?
0: Yeah, it's the Mighty Boosh. The Mighty Boosh is awesome, Ryan. If you've never seen it, you should watch it.
1: No, I've seen clips of it. I haven't. I haven't watched yeah. uh, watched it in any great length, but yeah, I have seen clips.
0: Yeah, I love that show. That is, I actually saw the Mighty Boosh live in concert in two thousand and seven, and it was just as surreal and fucked up as it is on TV. So,
1: Sweet.
0: yeah, it was really cool. And um, they actually there was the Mighty Boosh band. Um, was in in the last part of the set where they did a 20 minute punk set of all the Mighty Boosh songs that they do because each episode has at least one or two songs Mm. and um, they did a punk set with some of the best songs so the punk version of I Did a Shit on Your Mum was just fucking superb (laughs) (laughs) so yeah awesome yeah. So, how so. about
1: you, Mike? Have you had anything uh, interesting going on since last we spoke?
2: Well, um, Irma's kind of fucking with me. Um, um, really? Yeah. Well, we're supposed to go to Florida next week.
1: Oh. Next yeah. Thursday
2: night, uh, we're supposed to leave for Florida. We're going to. Our plan was to go to Universal Studios. We're go water skiing. We bought tickets for the Bears game. I had this entire weekend planned with three of my friends and. Now I have no idea what's going on. I'm checking my Expedia, trying to see if, you know, the flight's been canceled, but we won't know until, like, Tuesday if our flight's canceled for Thursday. Yeah, it sucks. Um, Yeah, it's just something you've been looking forward to for months now, and I'm taking my uh, work vacation the week after that, and we all set aside this weekend, so it's not like we can just move it, you know, it's just, like, four guys, you know, it's hard to... We were into schedule like that.
1: Yeah, I've got some good friends that live down in the South Florida area, just south of Orlando. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they were – I've been talking to them back and forth. I actually just heard back from them um, after the storm. I guess it's sort of lessening now, but the – or maybe they're in the middle of it now. I don't know, but they said they're okay. So, um, yeah, that really sucks. There's actually – this weekend I was going to go to the uh, UConn football games, and one of their their big rivals is uh, South Florida University. I don't mm. just because they're in the same division, but the the game was up here in Connecticut. It got canceled because the South Florida team's travel plans just you know sort of fucking everything got fucked up, and all the kids that you live down there essentially. I, I I don't think they wanted them away from their family, and they wouldn't be able to fly back in time. Yeah. So um. So yeah, the the football game that was taking place in Connecticut got canceled because of uh because of Irma. Yeah, it yeah. sucks.
0: Yeah, we've also got um, one of our UHM buddies, uh, Sean Mullaney. Um, he, yeah. lives, he lives down there. He lives um, – I can't, um, can't remember where it is he lives, but he lives in Florida, and he's just um, had to board up his house and go further inland to his in-laws. Yeah, he
1: evacuated.
0: Yeah, he evacuated, but he's also pointed out and said they're still in the – where his um, in-laws live, they're still in the path of Irma, but Jeez. because they're inland, they're a bit more safer, he says. Mm-hmm. That's what they think, but um, they don't know whether they're going to get back to a house um, or not. They don't know whether they'll what? have a ha- yeah. They don't know if they'll have a house when they get back.
1: Yeah, let's hope everything turns out all yeah. right
0: for them. Yeah, best of luck, Sean. Hope everything's cool. He does listen, so. I'm
2: trying yeah. to hope that uh, like flights will be like okay for like thursday but i i highly doubt it if, if Jeez, we can just get know, a it's, flight out there i mean we'll figure it, out something too. but I, it, I don't know it,
1: it, at the same time i mean there's got to be there can't be that many people really flying into florida i think everybody's flying out right yeah. or you're saying everyone coming back after the storm passes
2: yeah and i have a buddy i, I work with he works he also works at o'hare Uh, Airport, And he said that there hasn't been any flights to Houston in, like, four weeks. So depending on how bad the flooding is in Florida, you know, no one might be getting in for a few weeks. So we'll see.
1: Well, it's not like Florida is entirely at sea level or anything. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yikes. Well, I wish you you guys good luck on that. Thank you. Yeah. So so for myself, um, I I finished – I was watching – flash season three I finished that up and it's probably the weakest season of that show which I really love that show because I'm a nerd and I love flash and I love comic books but that one's probably it's it's got the worst characters the worst villains it's and it's the least comic booky which is why I really love the show because they would just go full out full comic book nonsense and uh I don't know I, I enjoyed it but it was not as good as the first two seasons so I'm hoping they pick it up in a third. Um, And other than that, you know, not too much. The NFL's back today, uh, or it came back Thursday, I guess you could say. Um, So I'm excited about that. That's why I'm going to be spending my Sundays from now on, watching football games and drinking beer. (laughs) So that's good. Which is why we're recording this a little bit earlier than usual, because I wanted to watch the games at one. And I know Elisa wouldn't wait for me because there's a Jets game starting at one, so she's going to be watching that. So that's really what I got going on um, for now. You guys want to just get into the movie?
2: Yeah, let's do it.
1: Yes. All right, before we get started, let's sort of, we'll try to save any spoilerish things, things uh, until later, and we'll make sure that we can, because we usually don't talk too much about like new movies, where we have to worry about really spoiling things, so usually the movies we're talking about is like fucking 30 years old, but uh, since this is a new movie and it's out, and maybe some people haven't seen it. Um, we'll save all the spoiler talk for later in the show. We'll make sure we let everyone know before we do it. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll get started on, uh, 2017's It. And, um, I've actually gotten, uh, uh, corrected by calling this a remake and multiple people have said, this isn't a remake. The 1990s version was a TV miniseries and blah, blah, blah. You know what I say to that? Fuck you. It's the same fucking story. It's a goddamn remake. It's a
2: remake. It's totally a remake
1: yeah especially for most people that hadn't watched it the original one on tv and they only saw it on vhs or dvd it's a fucking it's it comes in a box you put it in your player and it plays through the whole fucking thing it's a movie
2: so the woman in black the original that was on tv that's the one with danny Radcliffe's, not a remake because it's a movie
1: that's absolutely that's correct oh, okay oh okay yeah. Oh. yeah yeah all right fair oh, enough shit Fuck that. I I don't accept that. (laughs) It's a fucking remake, alright? Alright, so, um, so yeah, this movie's, uh, this movie's directed by, uh, Andy Muschietti. Muschietti. I think that's how you say it. Nice little, uh, Italian last name, I think. Uh, who's the guy who also directed Mama, um, the, uh, the Supernatural movie, I wanna say like 2010, 2011, something like that. Maybe it was a little later. Um, But it was a... That's a little underrated movie, I think. Um, I liked it. It wasn't fantastic. Uh, I thought it had interesting concepts in it. And uh, it did something unique, which is quite disturbing for, you know, 2010s movies, supernatural movies at least. They all Mm -hmm. seem to be the same fucking thing as, like, The Conjuring or, or one of those exorcism movies. So, seeing his movie be a little original was good. So, I was a little... I don't know. I wouldn't say hesitant, but I wasn't too blown away that he was going to be doing this movie I was like okay whatever he had one okay movie he was fine and um, you know we'll see what he does with this one Um, but yeah it's a a cast mostly of child actors Uh, probably the most famous one is uh, Finn Wolfhard from uh, Stranger Things and can we all just agree that Finn Wolfhard is maybe the greatest fucking name of all time oh it's perfect yeah Yeah, it's a great name like, I mean, <clears throat> you. I'm, I'm hoping that's not, like, a, an acting name. Like, I hope that's his real name, because that's the coolest fucking name I've ever heard. Why would you heard. pick
2: that as an acting name?
1: <laughs> I, well... <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> hi, my name's Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> that's amazing, sir. Congratulations. <laughs> and it's also got uh, Bill Skarsgård, who is one of the... 10 million scarsgard. I think everybody from uh was it Sweden has scarsgard as a last name. There's so too many Swiss- of them. <laughs> yeah. I know he's related to uh, he's one of the scars other scarsgard's sons. I'm not sure which one. Um but he plays uh Pennywise in this. And uh, he does a pretty great job. Um so what do you guys think overall of it? What are your uh, what are your overall impressions? Shane, I'll start with you.
0: I loved it. I genuinely loved it. Because I'm a big fan of the original book. And <clears throat> there's a lot, of, um, a lot of disagreement as to whether the TV miniseries was actually any good. I mean, for what it was, it was good. It told the story okay. But for me, this film was near perfect to the book. Um, because it was so faithful to the book. And this actually had scenes from the book that weren't in the TV series. So this was really special in my eyes to see it finally realized on the big screen. And I have to say it was worth every second that I sat there and watched it because it was a feast. It was a visual feast. And it was just amazing to watch. I absolutely... Really did love it.
1: Nice. So I haven't uh, read the book on, on this one. Um, so you're saying it was a more faithful adaption to the book?
0: Yes, very much. Um, reading up on it previously, I mean, they said that in the original draft, they were changing names of, of like some of the kids in the film. And then that was fought against. And the original names of the characters were brought back, which is great because that's what made it special Um in regards to keeping it more faithful.
1: Yeah, why would they do that? That would be I, fucking confusing. That doesn't it, make any sense.
0: No, it's called Studio Interference. That's what it is. Yeah,
1: why, why would they change their names? Like, they're like, oh, we're just going to change everyone. Imagine if, like, they had made an X-Men movie, but they changed everyone's name to a different name. It would make yeah. no fucking sense at all. Like, why would you go around? I mean, it's just names. Uh, are they thinking that the names weren't, um, I don't know, 1980s enough?
0: Yeah, well, this is it. I mean, this is the thing because the original TV series was set in the fifties and the eighties. This one is set in nineteen eighty-eight and nineteen eighty-nine. So it it's basically with the whole twenty-seven year um, cycle of the creature. It itself, the sequel mm-hmm. or chapter two will take part in twenty sixteen. So right, yeah, and. Um, I've, I've been reading up on it as well, and I've been listening to a couple of things about this, and I'll go into that a bit later. But um, oh, yeah. the film itself, I thought, was visually amazing. It actually, yes. made, it actually made me jump in a couple of places. And that, that, I mean, I don't usually get jumpy when watching a film, but I watched this, and there was a couple of scenes, and that I really didn't expect. Yeah. And the opening scene where okay,
1: i i do want to talk about this opening scene but i yeah. might want to save it for I, I i know everyone knows what happens at the beginning of it but i might want yeah. to save the discussion of the opening scene for the spoiler section because okay. there's one part oh my god shane i know believe me i want to talk about it because i yeah. fucking when i saw that it my jaw dropped and I went, yes. Holy shit, <laughs> sitting
0: yes. in a theater. I'm like, Holy yeah. shit. I, can't I know exactly did that. what you're saying because my yes. jaw dropped and I didn't shut my mouth for about five minutes afterwards because <laughs> I, I was in awe.
1: Immediately, I was impressed with the lengths they were willing to go in a. Uh, I guess, I don't know if you'd call it big. This is probably a big budget film. In terms of horror movies, it's definitely big budget. There's There's not yes. many horror movies that get this kind of budget. Um so in terms of a big budget studio production film, I was like, Wow, uh they went there, holy shit. But um but yeah, I think we'll we'll get into that in a minute. Mike, I want to hear I want to hear from you. What are your overall thoughts on the movie?
2: It, it, it was a horror movie. Um It was mediocre beyond imagination.
1: Wow, really?
2: Yeah. Okay, can you guys tell me what was in this movie that was so different from any other movie that came out recently? There are uh, that-
1: that's easy. I could do that.
2: Uh, there's just jump scare after jump scare. It's repetitive. Um, Pennywise just, you know, yells at the kids. It's two second shake of the camera and they run away. Uh, they're in a group. One of them walks away. Uh, door slams. They can't open it. Door slams. They can't open it. Uh, CGI on top of Pennywise is just it wasn't anything I've never seen before. I really don't know what makes this movie stand out. I'm not saying it was a bad movie. I enjoyed the uh, the kid acting, and I like the fact that kids were kids. They didn't make them like too smart or too stupid. Um, it's just I, I really enjoyed the cast, but Pennywise wasn't scary. The jump scares that were basically told to you because the the music, the score, it basically tells you when there will be a jump scene. It's just it wasn't scary at all. And it was too long because I know well, I know why it was long because it's based off miniseries. But it was just boring after a while. I, I don't see why people are hyping this up
1: so much at all. So I'll tell you what I found unique about this compared to other modern horror movies. Um, number one is just the characters themselves they actually built fucking characters and if I oh, ask yeah. you to de- I agree if I asked you to describe the characters you probably would be able to like what does this kid behave like what is he what does he like to do is you know what are what is the sort of background and his fears and what he wants each one of the kids is sort of gone not necessarily in depth but they're all built and have actual character development and have story arcs and character arcs to their own and they all interact with each other very well and still maintain their um their characterizations that's something modern horror doesn't have if i asked you to describe like let's say a a movie a modern movie people really like like let's say the conjuring right what's the characterization of the warrens either one of them like i don't know one of them's a woman and is maybe religious, and the other one is a man and is, and is religious, and... Uh, mm-hmm. they, I don't have anything else to say about them. They're just... They're there. They're just, they don't have, like, a well-built character scheme to them. Um, something like this, you could talk about how the characters interact with each other and how they feel. Uh, I, I think that's the biggest standout in this movie, and that's what really drew me in, was that they were actually building the fucking characters throughout the entire thing and you really felt for them you wanted to know what was going to happen next to them i mean even despite having known the story already you sort of know where everything's going to go um i thought that was a real standout for this movie and the other thing i'll give it as well is um the visuals of the film and i don't necessarily mean the visual effects because i actually have a couple problems with the visual effects but i mean the overall look the aesthetic of the movie um when they first showed the um the house that Pennywise lives in, I was like, yeah. "Holy shit, look at that thing. It is amazing." And mm. they they build this surreal world, and I don't just mean when the kids are having or are having their like hallucinations, but the world is seen through the eyes of the kids. So everything's exaggerating. Every, every, ex, everything's exaggerated. Everything's hyper-real. The look of that creepy house. You know if it was like in um in normal, real life, they wouldn't make it look that creepy, but they exaggerate everything in this movie to make it like uh, sort of beyond belief because they're sort of going through the kids' eyes. And I really like that aspect of it. They sort of built this amazing, stylized world that the kids have to live in. Um, and I've heard a lot of complaints from people in terms of the world. They didn't like that it was like, not exactly like 1988 was and I was alive in 1988 and people didn't do this and nobody rode an old bike and blah 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 first of all the story was originally written as Shane had mentioned for the 1950s and they had to translate that to a later time so that they they could then you know film the 2016 version uh, when everyone's an adult and stuff like that so the reason that things don't match is because you have to take the actions of 1950s characters and translate them to 1980s characters, and it's they sort of mix the worlds, and I like that. Like, it's played in a podunk town that still looks like it takes place in the 1950s with the main street, you know, you know and the the movie theater and all that stuff that's set up that may have, may have not been around in the late 80s. Um, but at the same time, it's this hyper-realized world that... uh that looks amazing, that really gives you this like gloomy feeling at different times. Especially that intro. The um, yeah. the, the the gloominess and the like the sopping wet rain coming down and like just like the the, uh, the the color scheme of the intro. I was worried the whole film was gonna be sort of that flushed out gray tone that they showed right in the beginning, but then after it, you know, pops up and everything's sunny and colorful and gorgeous, but the world is still like confusing and, and dreary. Um, I thought they did a really good job building the world. That's another thing that really stood out for me.
0: Yeah, I, um, I would agree with you on that, actually. Not only that, I mean, the whole cast, they, were so, they worked so well together. Yes. And it was, they were funny. I mean, there were so many funny moments in this movie as well, uh, as there are in the original book, where the TV series didn't really have much humor to it. It was all very serious where this, it had a mix of horror, the comedy, the scares. And I personally thought it was, it was fucking brilliant how they did it. And it was so well thought out and it was so well scripted. And like I say, I mean, for those of you who have read the book and have said, this is the closest you will ever get to the book. I mean, there were a couple of, obviously there were a few scenes they had to cut out of the book. They couldn't put in the film because, it was. It would have been fucking wrong to see on screen
1: I, the child orgy scene. Are you referring to the yes, child orgy? Yes, I am referring to the child orgy. <laughs> um, but
0: it's. I mean, it was just they did such a fucking good job with it, and those kids. I mean, it was. I was the same age as those kids in 1988. I was 14, so it was. You know, it was. I, I was taken back to my childhood while I was yeah. watching it. I just,
2: I mean, you, I feel like you guys are just applauding this movie just because it's close to the book and has
1: character development. Like, those That's are... A, listen, you know I'm a big character development yeah, guy. Yeah, but those like. are I things have, that have,
2: should be in most movies. So, it's like, yeah, to say yep, this movie... not. I know, but, but to But they're say not this movie in most is, movies. <laughs> I know, but to say these, this movie is great because of that it just seems a little odd. Like, well, I thought
1: it was a well done movie. I mean, yeah, it has flaws. I, I'm I'm not gonna stay here and it's just stand here and tell you it's perfect. It's not a perfect movie. It has its flaws, but <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking knock the movie back for having some flaws. Every movie's flawed. There's very few that are perfect. I mean, with the exception of Howling Seven, that's obviously perfect.
2: <laughs> oh, are you gonna yes. keep going on about that pile of shit, man? <laughs> <For fuck's sake. laughs> I just I just find it a little weird to me they're not just like you know it's just a lot of people are saying this movie's fantastic it's amazing i never saw one thing in this movie that was either fantastic amazing a lot of people are saying oh it's you know it's um close to the book okay it has character development okay so so do a lot of movies that aren't great (laughs)
1: yeah but horror horror movies it's very rare for them Mm -hmm. to actually do that i mean that those are the best movies are the ones that have good characters
2: right but are those movies always like considered fantastic and great no it's i just i really don't see what in this movie stands out besides character development something it should be in like every single movie even though it's not i agree with that but it's it i don't know i don't see how it could be classified as this fantastic amazing horror movie it's like everything else about it was so mediocre and we well, see the other thing that.
1: you have to consider, though, Mike, is if you look at mainstream, movie, mainstream horror movies. And I don't just mean like mainstream movies, you know, the su- superhero movies and all that shit. I mean yeah. like mainstream horror movies. Big release horror done by a studio. Uh, when's the last big release mainstream horror movie done by a studio that has a large cast of people in it that all do a good job and put together a coherent story that makes sense? And is still enjoyable to watch. I mean, I, I guess maybe one of the Conjurings, one of two of the Conjuring movies. I, I hear the the last Annabelle movie was good, but I haven't seen it. So. Hello?
2: Are you there? You can't hear me? Oh, there you are. Oh, we kinda now,
1: yeah. Oh, that um, was weird. Yeah. Hmm, some weird internet glitch. Um. But yeah, I was saying, when's the last time you saw a movie that had these sort of great characters from a mainstream uh, studio release horror movie?
2: Right. And like, uh, I I don't see too many mainstream horror movies. That's why I wanted to see this, because people were hyping it up so much. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe this is going to be, you know, quality. But I mean, you know, like you said, the Conjuring movies, people loved. And, you know, even though I didn't really care for Conjuring 2, it still did have character development to an extent.
1: Yeah, a Um, little bit. Uh, I actually liked Conjuring 2 better than one. But I think I might be in a minority on that.
0: Actually yeah, it's you and me both. I preferred the second one myself.
2: So, I don't know. I just, you know, yeah, there were kid actors and they all did a fantastic job, but, you know, uh, Stranger Things was huge and they had character development. I wouldn't say it's great either, but you know. Really? I, you
1: didn't, you didn't love Stranger Things? I
2: once again, it's just like, you know, stuff we've seen before. Like the monster ruined it for me completely because it was so CGI, but I have to I have to go back and watch it.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I see. I love Stranger Things, and and, yeah, I did and too. that's what that brings up. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about is the this sort. I don't know if I'd call it a resurgence because these are the only really two things that have it in the last I don't know thirty years. Maybe is a film that focuses on children that doesn't write them like fucking babies oh yeah Yeah.
2: that's exactly what i said earlier too they didn't make the kids so dumb and like yeah they
1: let the kids be kids but they're actually smart kids which i liked right like these these seemed to me the way children actually are when i say children i mean whatever they're supposed to be 12 to 15 whatever that age the age range is that they're supposed to represent um but like they're foul-mouthed they swear they make fun of each other they they talk about nonsense they sneak away and you know smoke and do dumb shit they throw rocks at each other this is what fucking kids do and movies don't write kids this way anymore they it seems like anytime there's a a a children's movie or a movie about tweens or teens or whatever the fuck you call them um they're written like imaginary babies that don't have like feelings or emotions or anything like that there's no real violence in them. I mean, this movie's got some serious violence in it for have you know for teenagers or, or you know tweens to be doing. Um, like when the kids get into fights and and like there's there's blood and there's fucking there's intensity to it and they treat them like human beings instead of just being like fucking hey man I don't like you and I'm gonna I'm gonna be upset about it and I'm gonna go mope away for somewhere for for a while. Like no, they're just like swearing at each other and fucking. Being Rock like, fight! yeah, right. <laughs> With Anthrax playing in the background. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Yes. So awesome I know Shane's that? gonna want to mention the soundtrack. Let's talk about yeah. a couple of the soundtrack parts on this. It did have one of my favorite songs of all time, run right near the beginning, which is a "Love Removal Machine." Yes, I was fucking like, oh boy, they're they're really playing to me right now. <laughs> they know where to they know where to hit me.
0: I was singing along to that. I'm not going to lie, because oh. <laughs> obviously there's like a Cure track on there um, on the soundtrack as well, six different ways, which is off of one of my favourite Cure albums, The Head on the Door. And I was I was watching the watching the movie and I was just singing along, and I had one guy poke me in the back of the head saying, "Can you shut up, please?"
1: And- oh, you were that guy, Shane. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, uh, no, it was just really funny just getting a poke in the back of my head. I was like,
1: fuck you. Yeah.
0: But um, it was, it is, the soundtrack's awesome. I mean, you've got Anvil. You've got The Cult. You've got The Cure. You've got Anthrax and we'll not talk about fucking new kids on the bleeding block or anything like that but that was just fucking that was just hilarious no lie,
1: shane you were you were singing along with that one too
0: i very much doubt that but
1: yeah also another
0: thing xtc dear god is a song that you don't really hear that often and the fact that they put that on the soundtrack was awesome it was such it's such a fucking good too good song i mean if you've not listened to it check it out i mean i did post it last night actually on my facebook page but it's basically it's an anti-christian song in a big way because it was atheist because the whole band are a bunch of athe- atheists and this song really sticks the blade in to um towards christians but i mean the fact that they actually used that on the soundtrack as well was awesome but i loved it the score was brilliant though i really enjoyed the score um i thought it was it it suited the film so well um and I just couldn't fault it, really. Uh, you didn't
2: think that there was too much music at
0: all? No, not really. It kind of, um, it fitted. It. it fitted it. You got to bear in mind that the film itself was was one hundred and thirty five minutes, and they're not going to always fill every single crevice of the movie with some kind of music. But I mean, there was plenty of music in there. There was enough. But um, I I didn't think there was too much at all i thought it's it was it was a good mix
1: i'm kind of with mike on this one a little bit there yeah. were parts where the where the soundtrack was slightly distracting and the earliest i actually noticed it was um towards the beginning where you hear this like weird piano music playing and you're like yeah. why is it so loud like it's like fucking real loud in in the mix and, and then like the kid walks downstairs and sees that his mom is playing the piano yeah. But but at the same time, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But they sort of maintained that that same, um, I guess, audio mix or whatever you want to say. Yeah. Where the the, the soundtrack really was um, front and foremost, like you you heard it a lot. Uh, when, you know, whenever there was like a, a flute playing in the background, or if there was you know whatever, it, it was very prominent and did slightly distract to that. So I. I do agree with Mike on some of that. They could have, they could have pulled okay. back a little bit on the soundtrack. Um, see,
2: the thing that that got me is when uh, it's not really a spoiler because you see it in the trailer. But when Bill's going downstairs in the in the cellar or the basement,
1: it's yeah. like there's
2: a constant score going, and it's just like shut the fuck up. There's like no tension in that scene. Yeah, right.
1: Exactly. Of- build build a little bit of <laughs> tension. Yeah although saying, the
2: moment it got me i don't
0: know yeah the rest of that scene though did creep me out a little bit i've got to admit um there is oh man
1: <laughs> see now you just want to spoil it like, yeah I the... talk about this. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know right but it's, all right see, all right yeah, yeah. um before right before we get into that we'll, we'll do a, i just want to do a couple other little things first so um I want to talk about Pennywise real quick, just yeah. the uh, the portrayal of the clown himself, because this was a big to do uh, going up to the movie that somebody was trying to fill in Tim Curry's shoes, um, in uh you know in replacing Tim Curry as Pennywise. Um, how did you guys think that Skarsgård did uh, playing the clown? I thought he go was go?
2: good yeah. when there wasn't CGI on his face. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I thought he, you know, a lot of people are. Uh, I've seen some people bash his performance, but I think he did really well as Pennywise. I just don't like the look of Pennywise, and I don't think it's scary when he's like all CGI'd out. It's just like, okay. But as him just being Pennywise, like him acting, I thought he did really well, if
1: that makes sense. See, uh, I'm with you on the design. When they first showed pictures of this Pennywise online, I was like, ugh, I just, I, I don't care. This looks like, it looked like shit. I was not excited for it. Um, but seeing Skarsgård in motion, like I don't know what he's doing with his lips, but the way he fucking moves his lips—he never closes his mouth.
2: It's creepy, yeah, man. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: like weird. <laughs> he does a great job, and I—I I actually think that um, I'm really glad he didn't try to just do a Tim Curry impression because that would have sucked.
2: <clears throat> oh He, yeah. he sort of
1: took it. He took it his own way. He does play Pennywise uh, goofier and a little more childlike, which is good. Um, I, I really liked what he did and I, I think that he performed it in such a way that it was different enough that uh, he'll still always be compared to Tim Curry, but, um, he, you know, he, he didn't try to like do the exact same thing or, or overperform or underperform or, or whatever. It's sort of its own representation of the clown, and I and I like that. I thought he did a really great job doing it. But I completely agree on the uh, some of the CGI effects, uh, especially later in the film that they put on him. Um, some of them, you're just like, you don't need that. Like he's creepy enough as he is. You know, maybe toss in a little bit more practical stuff in there. Yep. But I remember this happening. The same thing happened on uh, on the guy's previous movie Mama where he filmed it almost entirely in practical effects and they were just going to pepper in CGI to fill out some of this like weird ghost mama creation they had like if you go up if you look on YouTube there's video of um of the actor that portrayed the the mama ghost in that movie it's it's this weird contortionist that's like bending over backwards and doing all this fucked up movement and shit and it's 10 times creepier than what you see on the screen but apparently, the studio decided that they wanted to CGI it up. And I'm wondering if the same sort of thing happened on some of the Pennywise scenes in this. Yeah, that it was- maybe it was filmed a little bit more um, practical, but um, after the studio got a hold of it, they decided to put a nice slack of CGI on top. See, Bill
0: Skarsgård, when, when he was doing the pre-production on Pennywise, he actually saw and worked with a contortionist. In order to prepare for the role, because I mean, the guy—he's six foot four, so he's like—he's a lanky motherfucker. Um, <laughs> so he has the limbs, you know, to move around and contort himself in such a fucking weird way. Because apparently, that's what he's really good at. He can do that kind of thing, and the whole bit with his eyes when his eyes like roll upwards. Um, mm-hmm. There's—he can actually do that himself. There was no need that—that that was actually him doing it. Oh, um, really? Yeah, so he can actually roll his eyes up to the sides in his head, which I thought was really fucking creepy. That did kind of freak me out. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was just – he. I just thought he was really cool. Not only that, Skarsgård had, had actually gone on record and said that there was no way he wanted to do out, or outdo Tim Curry. He said because Tim Curry is Pennywise in his eyes. He always has been because he was a big fan of the original show and he loved the book. So, and it was his interpretation of Pennywise. He did want to make it different. He didn't want to try and copy Tim Curry. He said it because he said himself that there was no way that he could do that um, because he felt it would be cheating the fans of the original book, which is fair enough, you know, power to the bloke for admitting that and saying that. But I just think, I thought he was really fucking good. He was creepy as fuck. He really was creepy. He definitely got me fucking, he got the hairs up on my arms a few times. And yeah, it was just, um, shall we go back to that opening scene?
1: All right, let's, we'll go right into spoilers here, Shane. I know you're, you're chomping at the bit to do, to, uh, talk about some of
0: this stuff. I I fucking am, man. It's okay. All right. So if you,
1: if you haven't seen it, um, yet, uh, Maybe stop watching, or stop listening, because we're going to go into spoilers. But before we uh, get into that, let's let's give like a, you guys want to give a rating or anything how you thought the film, number-wise, uh, bef- before we spoil it for everyone? Oh. Overall, what, what would you say, Shane? What number would you give it?
2: I'd
0: give it a nine. Nine?
2: Yeah. I'd give like, it a uh, solid six.
1: Solid six? I'm in the, boy, I'm right on the cusp of an eight. I'm like a 7.9, somewhere around there um so I, I i'll round up to an eight i'd give it an eight so i really right. enjoyed it shane loved it and uh mike was thought you th- overall you're like yeah it's worth a watch maybe
2: oh yeah it's like it's weird because george uh pastore when you know mccready on the forum he yeah. said it well like it's not a bad movie at all it's not but it's just so mediocre it's just i don't know it's worth watching but i don't know that's just my opinion
1: obviously yeah, well, that's fine. Everyone's gonna that's have your ideas, and you're you're allowed to be wrong. It's fine. <laughs> As <laughs> no, is Ryan I I and can't. Ryan and his obsession with the Howling Seven. Oh my God! Listen, that that is wrong. I don't want to be right. Um, oh, one other thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> yeah, right. um, just be, even before I guess before we get to spoilers, it doesn't really matter. It Has nothing to do with spoilers or anything. This movie is absolutely fucking raping the box office. It is crushing records left and right. 35 like million.
0: 35 million in the opening weekend.
1: Where'd you read that? That's not correct at all.
0: Oh, I've just read that on IMDb.
1: It's 150 million. Holy
0: fucking shit, really? Well, yes. IMDb needs to up their game then, because it's just...
1: <laughs> it's, it's the biggest R-rated opening, I think, of all time. I think it beat Deadpool. Which is pretty good because that's a, a superhero movie, always gets like you know a step up because it's like a well known character and blah blah blah. Uh, but it's like the biggest R rated opening, it's the biggest horror movie opening. It's my, the my, uh, biggest, directed, biggest yeah. September opening, right? My bad. It's,
0: I missed, I misread that box office. The budget was 35 million for the film. Oh, Sorry, okay. my bad, my bad. That's fine,
1: but but the uh, my point yeah. is um. Regardless of, in this sounds stupid, but regardless of the quality of the movie, this movie's doing so well, it's only going to give us more horror movies in the big screen. And, and that's what I we love. We can all agree that's a good thing. Oh, hell yes. Yeah. One of these movies doing this good like that. And I'm, I'm actually really surprised. They didn't hold this movie till October. Why release it in September? Maybe because there was nothing else going on. Maybe the studio looked at the... Uh, the release schedule, and was like, "There's nothing this September weekend. We'll just release it then." Well, no, because it,
0: it ties in nicely with the anniversary of Steve, well, it's Stephen King's birthday, and um, also the anniversary of the release date of the original It novel.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, absolutely killing it. So I'm I'm glad to see any horror movie doing that well. I mean, even if it was a shit movie, um, as long as it's something that has a decent budget, uh, you know. For those fucking paranormal activities, uh, I wish they failed so we wouldn't see any more of those kinds of movies. Yes, um, something with the IT where it's actually written, it's actually directed. It you know it has a story and a plot and something <laughs> like that. It sort of lets studios be like, oh, maybe we can start making decent horror movies again. Uh, yeah. So, also,
0: also they're going to start. F- um, they've already they've already started doing the script for chapter two of IT and it's going to be finished by january of uh, 2018 and they start pre-production on it in march of next year yeah so
1: i, I still i still have my worries about that uh, i'm not convinced that the adults have a storyline as good as the kids so it's going to fo-
0: it's going to follow the book closely because the book was very it was kind of abstract it was it was tangible but it was also very abstract at the same time and then they're going to go with that with okay. that actual storyline. So to me, All that's right. great.
1: Well, I do like something abstract. So let's get into yeah. the spoiler, Shane. What did you want to say about the intro to the film?
0: Right. Georgie meeting Pennywise. That was played out exactly as it was in the book.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Also Pennywise, how he was described in the book was exactly how he looked in the film. And to me, that was just pure fucking class. And then, because, right, let's compare the TV series to the movie. In the TV series, you don't see Georgie getting his arm ripped off. No. (laughs) In the movie, you see him getting his fucking arm ripped off. And then the poor little lad, yeah, yeah, and then the poor little lad crawling away, trying to crawl (laughs) away and then pennywise dragging him into the fucking sewer you're like oh my fucking god they actually did it and they that to me that scene they did that to perfection
1: yeah i was i was like holy shit i can't believe they did that they actually <laughs> ripped this six year old kid's arm off that yeah. is
2: fucking amazing and yes. I, I looked at val when i was watching it we like looked at each other
1: we're like i don't remember that happening in the original oh. <laughs> oh, so so uh elisa wouldn't watch it with me she wouldn't go to she, she hates like uh actually scary horror movies and she she's like i'm not going to theater i don't care I'm like, all right, fine. I'll go by myself. So when I got when I got back, I was telling her about it, and I'm like, I'm like, you would have hated it. She's like, why? I'm like, you know, because she she has seen the original before, and I'm like, you know how the original is, and the kid sort of shows up and then he gets like sucked into the sewer, and they don't really show much. And he, she's like, yeah. I'm like, they fucking show this kid getting his arm completely ripped off. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, like a six year old kid just getting his arm ripped off. They show it. And he's screaming and crying afterwards. She's like, oh my god, I'm glad I didn't watch this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but like, al- that was the beginning.
0: Yeah, but also, later on in the film, the bit when um, Mike is being picked on by Henry Bowers and his gang, yeah. and he spots Pennywise in the bushes, and Pennywise waves a severed arm at him as he's nibbling yeah. on it as well. And you're like, <laughs> fucking hell, man! <laughs> it's like, <laughs> shit! <laughs>
1: But yeah, it, it is oh. it is fucked, man. I, I, I loved that, because you don't see brutality against children in no, movies, like... not at all. Ever. Not I mean, at all. Even when, even when you see a kid die, it'll be off-screen, it'll be fucking, you know, they'll be like, oh no, he's dead, or he'll just disappear, whatever. You don't get that, like... There's no gore effects for children. <laughs> no. But,
0: see, another thing about this, it's like, with the character of Eddie, the asthmatic right, when he's going past the house to go home and the leper, right. Now, in the TV series, Eddie's in the showers, Pennywise pops up through the drain. In the original book, he gets chased by a leper. And the way they brought that leper to life was just fucking amazing because I sat there and I was kind of grossed out by him. I was pretty grossed out by the leper. And yeah, that's
1: pretty good that's pretty good practical effects on that, fuck one yeah. too, you know. That that wasn't CGI, that was just all yeah. a guy in
0: a suit. Yeah. And that was awesome and it was the way he was chasing him and stuff like that. And I just thought it was fucking amazing. I loved it. I really did. It's just so many aspects of the original novel brought back for the film, brought to life from the film. And I was just really, really fucking happy. I just walked out of that cinema with a big fucking grin on my face. And now, what'd
1: you guys would you guys think about the um the bully that's in this? Henry Bowers? That was yes. um, Well, let's
0: just say he I thought he was he was um he was well suited
1: actually now now shane since you read this from what i've read uh you say he's over the top they actually underplayed his actions from the book is that yes correct? they did really yeah <laughs> like he is way more over the top in the book i guess
0: yeah i mean in the book when he's cutting open um when he's carving his name into oh what's the fat kid's name shit
2: ben mike was it ben ben no uh, yeah, it is Ben. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: See, in in the TV series, you only see him carve like one line in his stomach. Where in the film, he's actually carved the H into his stomach, and it's it is that was pretty fucking brutal actually. Because I mean, when he <laughs> I got to, I've got to give power to Ben when he kicks kicks Henry Barrow straight in the bollocks, and he fucking throws himself over that bridge. I thought that was. Fucking hilarious. I really did. I just found it completely brilliant. Um, with the way that scene was portrayed. But yeah, I mean Henry Barrows, the character of Henry Barrows, it's he was um yeah, he was underplayed. Because in the book he's a sick twisted fuck. And
1: Yeah, there like there's yeah. there's scenes where he he like um he's like doing all kinds of fucked up shit, like with animals and yeah. uh, isn't there one scene where the um one of his bully cohorts gives him a hand job. Yes. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. See, they, like I, I
0: they underplayed, this... that, they underplayed that in the movie because I didn't want that to, um, take away from the story apparently. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. He gives him a hand job. Um, in fact, I think in the book, he also gives him a blow job as well.
2: So, oh, uh, I wish I had yeah. that loyal of friends. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Come on, dude. Crack 2. <laughs> yeah, this thing's not going to suck itself. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah.
0: But, um, yeah, uh... yeah. Yeah, they completely underplayed that. There was a couple of things also they missed out from the book. It's like there's um, in the 1985 part of the book where there's a gay couple um, in Derry at the fair. And they get abused left, right and center by all the locals. They don't like it, the flamboyance and all that kind of stuff. And the way that they're reacting and the way they're being affectionate with each other. And Pennywise actually kills one of them. And um, it's actually seen uh, or read in the book that basically Pennywise takes the guy and basically chews out a whole chunk in his armpit. Um, <laughs> and he just basically gets him. The guy just like sees his fear. I can't remember what it is. He sees the fear. He sees Pennywise. And Pennywise just fucking devours him. And it's pretty brutal, so they cut that scene out as well. Um, which I suppose, in a way, was uh, I, I wouldn't have thought they would, there was too much they could have put in from the book, because obviously they had to uh, concentrate on the kids. But there was.
1: I mean, yeah, the, the movie's long enough, Shane. I mean, if, if they could go through the story without, you know, I think going if, into any extra, I think, extra think stuff in there, I think it would have been it's fine.
0: You're looking at a five or six hour film if they'd have done a full, proper adaptation of the book.
1: Yeah, that would be nuts. That would be absolutely nuts. So, um Watch, some, no. some of the stuff we had mentioned, I want I want to go into a little bit um the CGI stuff, right? So, towards the end of the film, um when when the kids are fighting Pennywise and he's like transforming constantly into their different uh their different fears or the different whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Or I'm like it 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 just it did not inspire fear or anything else. I was just like, what the fuck are they doing? Just yeah. like you don't need this shit. It, it looks like crap. That whole scene and, was um,
2: just kind of wrong. He, he, come on. He, the kid woke the girl up with a kiss? Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Come on, man. It's fucking let the fat kid get a little action. He right? could have gotten he, action,
2: he, he... but,
0: you know. Hey, come on. don't just the fat kid. Getting a hey, I'm on, a man. fat <laughs> I'm a yeah, So
1: it. am I, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that was just a Every... little
2: much. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I thought it was fine. I didn't have a problem with it. It was it. It, it would have pissed me off if it was the uh, if it was the other kid, the main kid. I oh have yeah, like, <laughs> like like Phil, the fat kid gets Phil's up. Mine. Come on. Oh man, yeah. No, I did. I didn't love the, uh, the the CGI jumping and all that shit. And um, I didn't really think the long faced flute playing woman was like that creepy.
0: Oh, I don't know so much. I thought it was. I mean, on the painting. You know, that's one thing, but in reality, when she's fucking, she's there, I mean, I was like, ooh, that's a bit fucking,
1: that's a bit much. Yeah, that, but it was too CGI. I mean, if it, yeah, if, if yeah, it, it, was... it
0: was... But fair enough, yeah, it, it may have been too CGI, but let's face it, I couldn't help but being fucking completely creeped out when Pennywise, as that character, as that fucking woman, is chewing off Eddie's face.
1: <laughs> you know? That uh, mean, it, it didn't dope, really man. get me it, it it looked too fake for me to really get into it then um, I, I think if it was more practical it would have looked better did you but guys I don't ever know. see that, those
2: that... Uh, memes online where it's uh, vince mcmahon he goes it's me austin it was me all along austin you ever see those
1: well i saw, I saw the wwf back in 1999 right so. but do you remember that like <laughs> specific thing um, I'm having a brain fart. I, I don't think so.
2: Well, Vince McMahon, he posed for months as this hooded figure. And uh, oh, no thanks. one knew who it was. And then he takes his hoodie off, or hood off, and he goes, It was me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. When that guy, or the thing from the painting, went behind the wall and it comes out as Pennywise, Val started yeah. going, It was me, Austin. It was me all along. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off at the theater. But that's just like, it was, like you said, it was like too CGI for me, too. It's, yeah, There was no, no tension. Um, it was like, okay, it's his computers. Oh,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. What I did love, um, right at the very end, fucking Richie is my favorite character of, like, pretty much any horror movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. That kid was so fucking good. And went at the very end, when he's like, he's like, God damn it you fucking punch me in the face, you dragged me through shit water, and now I gotta kill this fucking clown. Yes. I was like, oh my god, this kid is the best.
2: My favorite Richie moment in the movie, they were like, yeah, this was once a beaver trapping town. He's like, still is, right boys?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bit when Eddie's talking about what he sees is like, and then Richie just tells her, Was she hot?
1: Um, <laughs> no, she wasn't hot, Richie. <laughs> it's the bit. It's the oh, When they first
0: go into the drain, he's talking about. Um... Oh, fuck. What was it? He's got the fucking stick. He's got the branch in his hand. Oh, what was oh, it? Oh, the
1: grey water? Yeah. What was
0: he saying about the branch?
1: Oh, uh, Somebody. Was... Yeah. He was, like, he was like something you can get uh you could get a staph infection. He's like, I'll give you a staff yeah, infection. <laughs> <laughs> See that kid no, was, that was, that was fucking awesome. That, that one. Yeah, he cracked me up. That's the kid from Stranger Things. He yep. was fucking awesome. Um He was my favorite part of the movie, I think. Like he every time he was on screen, you know he was gonna say something foul mouthed and hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Uh so what I'm actually more worried about is that while it's funny to see a 12-year-old doing that, I don't think it's going to be funny oh, to see yeah. a 40-year-old doing that. Like, I don't want to fucking... I'm, see, I'm honestly me, dreading yeah. the adult, Shane. I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm excited for a sequel to this because, I, you know, just having seen the original thing and how much I hate the adult section of that movie or that see, movie
2: series.
0: Yeah, no, I can understand that. But I was reading something on IMDb the other night and the kids were asked who they wanted to portray their adult selves.
1: Yeah, I saw that. One kid wanted fucking Christian Bale. I'm like, Christian yeah, Bale is right. not doing an It movie. <laughs> that was just fucking funny. But um I mean, who do you think you are that you're gonna look like Christian Bale when you grow up? <laughs>
0: Oh man. I mean it's it
1: it is interesting because they are kids and you're like, all right, that's a kid kinda answer, like, oh when you grew up who's gonna play you? And he's like, Oh, Christian Bale. Sure he all will, right. kid. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the audacity on him.
0: Oh no, right. How dare you. How fucking very dare he. Yeah. But oh man, that was just so funny because it was they yeah, they were asked who they wanted. I'm trying
2: to find the fucking thing now. Um oh, right. Yeah. It really uh, depends who they, they they get as an actor, like you said. Like if you know Richie's antics could be translated well as an adult if they find the like the right person for it.
1: Like uh, I think I saw that same thing Shane posted. One of them was I want to say Bill Hader, which is actually a good choice because he's sarcastic and a dick, but he can also do dramatic acting a little bit. Oh yeah. So, I think that would be a good choice for maybe a Richie. Like, you're like, okay, yeah, this guy's a real dick mouth, but he's like also has some heart to him. Yeah. Um, well, uh, like, oh, oh,
0: here work. we go, right? Um, yeah. What um, right, was it? Finn Wolfhard wanted Bill Hader. Sophia, yeah, right. L- yeah, Sophia L- Lillis wanted Jessica Chastain. Joseph Jacobs wanted minutes. Chadwick Boseman. Jack Dylan Grazer wants Jake Gyllenhaal why why olaf says joseph gordon love it jeremy ray taylor plays chris pratt which actually i could probably see because because Pri-
1: oh, the kid gets because he gets ripped when he's an adult yeah, right?
0: and because chris pratt he, he was a fat fucker but now he's like ripped <laughs> so yeah um, but
1: the fat, the fat here's the problem yeah. with that the fat kid isn't funny so you can't turn no. him into chris pratt because chris pratt's funny
0: yeah and then yeah it was jaden leberher who says he wants christian bale but
1: Apparently, which one uh, was which one was he? He was Bill. Yeah, it was Bill. Oh, what a dick mouth! <laughs> see Bill saying that.
0: But apparently, um, <laughs> Jessica Chastain is Jessica Chastain is actually in talks to play Beverly Marsh in the adult version.
1: Oh, okay. Who the hell is
2: that? Jessica yeah, Chastain. That
1: um, for uh, for the uh, for the fat kid, I, you actually, I think a better choice would probably be somebody like. Um, What's his name? Captain America would be the, uh, a better one to choose because he's like, you know, just like ripped and like handsome and but it doesn't have any humor or anything to him. I think that's the one you want to go with.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, Jessica Chastain.
1: Oh, she was in. The...
2: uh, I guess she was uh, Annabelle and Mama.
1: Annabelle and who is Annabelle and Mama? Oh, the, well, uh. the ad- uh, adult woman that. um that watches after the kids?
2: I don't know. She was in The Martian. She was in Zero Dark Thirty.
1: Oh, huh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> See, exactly. Yeah. Oh. oh. The only one of those I've seen is Mama. I'm assuming she's the she's the only female I know in that movie, which is like the main character. So she was good in that. <laughs> yeah, Standout she, performance, obviously.
0: Yeah, she's playing yeah. Llandra in X-Men Dark Phoenix.
1: Next year. I don't know. Oh, God, they're making another one of those fucking Phoenix movies? Oh my God.
2: Hey, 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 hey. Sansa
1: is Phoenix. Yeah, hello. I oh know, and she, and she really sucked in the first time she played her. So. Did you see that movie? I'm just going to pretend,
2: gonna pretend like I didn't say that. Oh my <laughs> God,
1: dude. Did you see that movie?
2: What did I just say? Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I mean, she didn't do that good of a job. That that whole movie wasn't
1: the best. But no, I hated that one. That was <laughs> shit. All right, so um, I think that just wraps about wraps up it. Do you guys have uh, anything else you wanted to talk about on this one? Yeah, I do actually. Would you? All right. I one more thing. Would you say this is better than the uh, miniseries? Yes.
2: Uh, I'll form my opinion once I do the adult thing.
1: Oh yeah, see. Well, at least it's the, the child half of the miniseries, which was the best part of that of the miniseries. I mean, what do, you, what do you think compared to that?
0: I'd say it was the child half, actually. Oh, yeah, child well, half.
2: Yeah. but t- well, I know I it is, that's the what the best story part, is, but I'm saying... I think the best part about the original, it's Tim Curry. I like, I, yeah. I've Tim- said before that I didn't really care for the original movie too much, but Tim Curry yes. is just like... Jesus Christ, he's just... It's hard to explain. He's just like a, a whole nother entity. <laughs> it's just insane. Yeah.
1: I'm completely with you on that, um, but uh, I, I think this movie's much better than the miniseries. Like, I'll put together everything, the performances and the fucking story and everything else. Oh, yeah, and,
2: I'd watch <clears> this a <throat> hundred times over the original.
1: So, and that's not counting the adult section, which is the shittiest part of the miniseries. All right, Ziggy. What's up?
0: No. Well, Ziggy's got his opinions. opinions. Yeah? What did you think
1: of it, mate? to hear from ziggy That's shy <laughs> ziggy, nope. ziggy what did he you is, think what did you think of it
2: saying you're freaking me out yeah <laughs> i was I, just scratching his is,
1: he was just talking this i is, swear to god <laughs> this is what shane does when the, when the mics aren't on and he's around his house by himself
0: i talk to my cat <laughs> like a human being is there's nothing wrong with that
1: <laughs> see Uh-oh. yeah you tell him, mate you fucking tell him. yeah see all right there we go, folks. You heard it here first. You've been told. The first cat, the first cat review of a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. You
2: know, hey, Ryan, you ever hear of the band Ale Storm?
1: Sure. The the pirate band, right? Yeah.
2: Well, if you go on Spotify and their newest album, they have the regular songs, but they also have the songs sang by a dog.
1: Oh, like, um, what the fuck is that band? Um, Caninus. I've never heard of it. Caninus. Oh, Oh, well, well, get ready, fellas. Look up Caninus. It will change your life. Okay. The lead singer is a pit bull. No fucking way. Oh, There's yeah. a
2: band called uh, Parrot or King Parrot or something, Or the lead singer oh, parrot.
1: Yep, yep. I, th- I think they stole that idea from Caninus. You got to look into <laughs> it. They're pretty good. I guess. You'll like them, Mike. I, th- I think they're up your alley. All right,
0: all right. But yes. Anyway, yes. Um, there was something else I wanted to add to yeah. this podcast. I have a little giveaway.
1: Oh. Oh shit! I forgot about that. I probably should yeah. have mentioned it in the beginning.
0: Yeah, you should have, you twat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I've got a couple of promo posters for the new it up for grabs, and um, I basically, basically, when I went to see the movie on Friday night, they were giving away these really fucking cool promo posters. So I grabbed a few, um, and basically I've got a couple left over. Um, So I'm just trying to think, you know, send, be, if, obviously this is aimed at UK residents um, because I'm cheap and I'm not sending them out to the States or anywhere else. Um, (laughs) But basically, um, if anybody wants one, um, send us an email, Or, if you listen to it on Instagram, or you follow us, follow UH, either of us on Twitter, um, send me a message, tell them you've listened to the podcast, or tell me you've listened to the podcast, and you'd like a poster, and the first two people will get one.
1: UK residents only, guys.
0: Yeah.
1: in the UK stands for the United Kingdom, for anyone who doesn't know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh
0: Oh, <laughs> oh you finally twigged, have you? Fucking hell. <laughs>
1: oh shit. So yeah, uh, thanks, Shane. That'll be cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. People send in some send in some stuff and uh, Shane will send it off to you. Yep. And uh, for that if you want to send it to the email, um, I'll make sure Shane gets a hold of it. The email is all you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Um, you could hit me up on Twitter at Ryan Tudelo, one word uh, you can, you can... Twitter, Dead Cell Society right uh, Shane you got your Instagram up there yeah?
0: which is Dead Cell Society 74 I don't do DMs okay, um, just to clarify because my phone is shit and I can't read DMs on Instagram so if anybody has ever sent me an e- uh, a DM through or to do with the podcast and I've not gotten back to you it's not. I'm, like, I'm not ignoring you. I just can't do fucking DMs on my phone because it's shit. But that will be rectified soon because I'm getting a new phone this week as well. So that's all good.
1: Nice. Yeah, we actually got a, a couple nice messages. Somebody had sent me one on uh, on uh, Twitter a while back. Actually, lost the guy's name, and I'd have to go back and look for it. But I didn't prepare anything because I'm an idiot. Um, but he was saying some nice things while listening to the podcast and, uh, we, on our, uh, on our Facebook group, uh, the all you need is blood Facebook group. Uh, we got a nice message from, uh, Jaris Godwin. Um, very proper sounding name. Mm. That's and, the guy that's uh, talking uh, yeah, about
2: he was, Bolt Thrower, right? A tech yeah,
1: exactly. He's, he's just talking about Bolt Thrower and he listens to the podcast.
2: Yeah, he's got a good taste um, in podcasts and music, it seems.
1: Yeah. And he yes. was, he was, the, was that the
0: guy who said he'd go music shopping with me? <laughs> what?
2: What is? This?
0: I read on that somebody somebody. Shane, wrote, are you somebody posted? Something. Are you getting dates on the <laughs> <laughs> from I'm the not. podcast? Fuck him out! I
1: hope not. How disturbing would that be? He wants to. Someone wrote, "I would go music shopping with Shane." I'm like, really? I must. I must have missed that one. Maybe that was on the Twitter one. I don't remember. Oh, it was in the comments on the, on the Facebook group. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. I don't know, but I I, I did send uh, uh Jerris Godwin a nice Scott Bakula gif. So, all oh, right, okay. That's the kind that's the kind of treatment you get when you follow uh, us, folks. Nothing but the best. Yeah. Uh, so. uh, yeah. <laughs> <That's> well, <awesome. laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Man. Oh, and uh, as always, uh, Adam Johnstone gave us real nice praise on the um, on our uh, coverage of uh, Toby Hooper last time. So I wanted to thank him for. Shouting us out, he sent out a link to his uh, his frightfully his frightfully forgotten Hooper retrospective, and he's like, we went over it a little bit, but he said if you actually want to to hear Hooper, he's like, go listen to the All You Need Is Blood <laughs> podcast. Those I guys saw that. did the best job. I saw that. I was like, dude, you can't fucking you're trying to promote your video. You can't tell him to listen to us. <laughs> yes, you can, Ryan. Ryan, he, he can. can. He's a he's a great guy. Yes. He's he's probably our biggest fan and best supporter. So thank you again, Adam. You're the best. Yeah. That was um. Cool. That was funny. So, yeah, that's about it. I guess we can end it there, guys. Nice quick one. Under four hours. So, good job, fellas. Go us. Yeah. Under four hours. All right, guys. So, I'll catch you guys next time. And I just wanted to say bye for now. Ladies.